This is a 7.5 episode special release dedicated to the recent release of Eminem's surprise album. Plus, the real Kardashian curse. Time for JK and Joey to bang right into it. Let's go! This lady, it got it got 57,000, almost 58,000 retweets, which is a lot. Um, her tweet was, is a transgender woman a woman? Retweet for yes, like for no. Trying to prove a point which shouldn't even be proven in the first place. Transgender women are women. I comment, I go, no, they're transgenders. And then this transgender responds to me and with a gif of some guy and says, you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so then I hit her with the butthurt meter and it's like hitting critical. <laughs> but I got 10 likes. Nice. The self-proclaimed starter of skinny jeans, uh, your boy Kanye West. Oh, yeah. yeah. And rhinestones. He's a big on the rhinestones too. And yeah, that, that's that bipolar shit, that, that gaudy, when you he's, rock shit like that. He's a fucking mental patient. That guy yeah. needs to be locked up in a padded room somewhere. The Kardashians don't mind it, it seems. The Kardashians will do anything for money. People like that are so far removed from reality. Like they have a reality show. It's not fucking reality whatsoever. And Kanye was never this nuts until he got with them. True. Yeah, I don't remember, right? That's why you got to worry about Ben Simmons now. No, Ben said they just broke up. Oh, good. They, apparently, she cheated on him twice. Oh, thankfully. Thankfully. I know. I, know, I was on social media. Sixers fans were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> they were so uh, happy. What a nightmare that would have been. Or is it too late? We, we'll find out. <sighs> yeah, that's a, cur- that's a real curse. Lamar Odom, when he overdosed, he had... Let me, let me just get this right. He had... I don't want to track shit like you do. <laughs> um, so he had 12 strokes and six heart attacks. Yeah, that guy's a walking miracle. Doesn't a clock have 12 strokes too? I know I do when I'm having sex. That's <laughs> 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 done. <laughs> I was just going to say he wants to run for president in 2024. And he said he run in 2020, but he doesn't want to go against Trump because he likes Trump. He is the Tony Montana... Of hip hop, came out of nowhere, scaled to the top, and then just imploded from the inside and collapsed. Do you think that there's seriously something wrong with him, or do you think he does it all just for publicity? No, oh, he's definitely got a mental disorder. But I mean, how do we know it's not all just for publicity and to sell records? Because he only says this shit when it's album time. His shit is trash. The last album was awful. Straight trash. Yes. Yeah. I so- can't believe that people go to him like your boy Nas to get produced by him. I'm not a huge fan of him as a producer. I, just, I think he brainwashes people and, and just sells people on that. He's this great person. this great genius. His first right. couple albums were t- fantastic. Paul Wall said he went to a, he goes to an event where millionaires and billionaires that have businesses go and shit. And, and he was there with his grills business. And he said, Kanye walked into the establishment and was upset that there wasn't hip hop playing and there wasn't any like hip hop vibe going on. So he just started breaking out into freestyle raps. Uh, I mean, so, so Kanye whipping out into freestyle in the middle of millionaires, a bunch of white millionaires and billionaires and whatever. I mean, that, I mean, 
that's kind of cool. It's a little, it's a little fucking crazy. It's a little, it's a little flamboyant. Yeah, I, I would have came out of nowhere, and I would like, you ain't got all the answers, Sway. <laughs> Dude, that's a. Guy. I've been doing this longer than you. <laughs> that's a now. That's a guy that's comfortable in his own skin. The fact that he did that to a guy that's been in the game since he since Kanye was born. The fact that he went in front of the world on national television and said that slavery was a choice. Yes. <laughs> Like that is insane. He's got views I mean, that he stands behind. <sighs> but his whole thing is like, I just want to think freely. I want to think freely, and that's great. But anybody that thinks freely isn't saying that slaves have a choice or this other shit. Be he's saying like the stuff that's coming out of his mouth is like it's truly bizarre, and maybe that's what makes him. You would think of- that the Kardashians would be trying to like hide him. No, they stand behind him. Yeah. They fucking stand by every single word. You know, they're worried about their money and you got this crazy fucking stupid shit like that. He must got some crazy dick. Which might (laughs) affect their makeup sales or whatever the fuck it is. That's true too. But it could also, in the the long run, it could hurt them eventually. After his meltdown or some shit a couple years ago, he went to a mental institution or something. Apparently it didn't work. There's not a such thing called work or not work. If you're mental, you're mental for life. It's like, they're not going to fix you. What medication or if he was off his medication? Or right, right. They try to get you semi-stable on a medication, yeah, to keep your highs down and keep your lows up, keep you stable. So it seems like he got more crazy and his music is more shitty too. Well, the people that have that disorder don't like to take their medications because they like to feel the euphoria side of the disorder where you feel like you're on drugs. You feel very euphoric, very creative. You get a lot done and you're... You're spazzing out with productivity. Yes, you're way above everybody else that's at normal speed. Like you're going 100 miles an hour. Right, right. Which in certain things, I guess, could be, you know, good. It worked for Jim Carrey. That's true, yeah. Now, he went a little nutty too, though. Well, he, he has bipolar. Oh, is that what he has? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Severe bipolar, yeah. All I know is that he should not make another Dumb and Dumber because the second one sucked dick. Yeah, it did. It was awful. Awful. Reaching for laughs. Was I, I think his his reign is kind of over. Like what he would get laughs for back in the day wouldn't fly now. No, absolutely not. Nope. Like since it, humor has evolved since Jim Carrey. So after I saw that, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, one of my one of my childhood idols is gone. Another one. No. I tell you what wasn't funny and what wasn't clever. Uh, I know you didn't see it, but the fucking Bruce Willis roast. Terrible. Don't spend a fucking. Don't spend five minutes on that. You watched the entire thing? I tried. I mean, I, I, I watched a little bit of it in the beginning. So how do you know that, it, that someone didn't actually do well? I saw snippets. and all, all you needed to see was the snippets to see how bad it was. I, I saw the snippets before it actually aired, and I, I knew it was going to suck. I know it was going to be this bad, though. The problem with the roasts now is, you know how like before like, they had all comedians? All right. comedians used to be on it. Now it's two comedians and the rest are fucking actors, actresses that don't know comedy. It was terrible. The only good one was Jeff Ross. He was good, and he was last, and he never used to be last. He used to be one of the first ones that went up. Yeah, let's just talk about the surprise album that dropped. And you saw the video for Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. I know we yeah. started. I'm, I'm usually waiting for you <laughs> to start it. <laughs> you're, the, you're, you're the anchor. I love the song. The video fucking sucks. It's just like he has like three angles, three different spots of these films, but I get it. You know what I mean? He just literally... Within a day, sounds like he wrote a fucking comeback. Well, that and filmed and on, video, and he's on tour with Fallout Boy right now. So whatever city they went to, that's where he's shooting the video. 
Yeah, it looks like a ghost town, honestly, if you look at the yeah. video. Yeah, I wonder where they're at. And that's why I said they were in Hershey over the weekend, so I don't know where they went after that. But it could be like some coal mining town in Pennsylvania. I doubt he's doing a little shithole. I'd well, if it was in Cleveland, I think it would be a bigger thing. It's not it's definitely not in Cleveland. Right. I like the video. It was all right. I mean, for what it was, like you said, you know. Well, I I had my wife come downstairs and I played her the machine gun Kelly first. I saw her comment on someone's Facebook. <laughs> She's a typical white girl. Have you heard the MGK? It's amazing. <laughs> Did she say amazing? She said something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what's Facebook. Someone shared it because it's being shared all over Facebook today. Yeah. Uh, very surprisingly, because she doesn't like Machine Gun. And she. Oh, I thought she did. No, she had. She was really hype and really liked the the comeback. Like she was. Her her jaw was dropped the entire. Mm-hmm. Well, my thing is, too, Eminem only threw like two or three bars at him. No, that's bullshit. Listen, you need to listen to it again. Because Royce 5'9 does his bars and then M his whole bars are on machine gun Kelly the entire second half of the song. I stole that. I think it was a bait job. He was just baiting everyone in. I'm thinking that this is either going to propel him to top three all time. If not top one, depending how he handles the, uh, the, the, all the people come from out all different directions that he has called out or he's going to crumble under the pressure. The only two rappers he really called out was MGK and Joe Budden. Everyone else is like mumble rappers. Correct. And they're, and they're right. not they're not saying shit. You don't think so? And I think he even said in the, the rhymes, he said that whoever, if he drops a name, it's a win-win because he's mentioning your name, but it's a lose-lose for him. Correct. Because he's got to go back to the studio, write more shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like Little Pump already came out and said that he deserved it. <laughs> he came out and said he deserved it. Like those, what are those mumble rappers going to do? Right. Nothing they can do. You know what I mean? What, are you going to mumble about Eminem for three and a half minutes? There's no way. Yeah, they're not lyricists. No, exactly. So I just think he's fed up with the whole the whole industry and the whole way the rap game is and how you know his last album was critically it wasn't taken very well. And he's just like, yo, I was spitting some amazing shit and you guys are just too stupid to get what I was spitting. I don't think his last album was that great. I didn't like his other albums. There was tracks that I liked, but I like when M's on uh, other people's shit, when he's guest starring and shit. Yeah. I, don't, I really wasn't a fan of his albums. Really? There's some just, shady LP is my personal favorite. He, he's speaking for you know my generation right now with attacking this new generation bullshit. Yes. So and he, he even said that against MJK. He said, he said I was somewhere in there, in the middle of his 10,000 words, he said. <laughs> yeah. I'm the original. Well, even MGK said it. We, we get it. You're the greatest rapper alive. That's what I'm saying. MGK was like praising him half the yes. song. And the other half of the song was telling him how. Calling him a bitch. Calling him a bitch. <laughs> and how he's going to fuck Kim. Yeah. Oh, that was a great line. Well, g Easy came after. He just released his diss track to MGK. I haven't heard it yet, but it's like white boys go wild right now. g Easy's girlfriend or girl, whatever, left g Easy and fucked MGK. So he wrote was- this song to him. I guess there's other stuff involved too, but that was the main part of it. And then MGK, I don't know if you saw his funk flex freestyle he just did. My thing is, it's not worth rapping and fighting about a whore that's star fucker. You know what I mean? Like you're going to get in a, a battle over that. And maybe they're just running out of shit to talk about. I mean, there's only so many things you can talk about. I mean, g like what else is he going to talk about? I like g Yeah, he's all right. but Yeah, I, I, like, I like his shit. Again, he's not on the Eminem level. He's not on the lyricist level. He want to put him on MGK's level. No, he isn't. No. But I, I, to me, G Easy is more like an entertainment rapper, like like a ludicrous. Yes. 
Ludacris entertains me. I love listening to Ludacris, but I wouldn't well, ma- say he's a great lyricist. He hasn't dropped anything in the past. I, I miss him too. I, I fucking loved Ludacris. I loved him. You're absolutely right, though. Yeah, entertainer value. MGK, I mean, he's a good, I mean, he can be a good lyricist when he wants to. And then other times he's, he's rock and roll though, too. Like yeah. He's, right, he's like right in the middle. Like Yellow Wolf. Right, right, right. So, and Eminem is just straight lyric. Like he started off as a battle rapper. This is what he does. And then MGK said about, don't take my verse off Yellow Wolf's album. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, again, it had some good shots. I mean, the one, he had one line where it said, uh, you're five eight. I'm six four. How can I look up to you? I mean, that was fucking corny. There was a, your beard is weird. That was fucking corny. It is weird. So, it is. I listen. I, I loved. Agree. I loved it all. I loved everything he had to say. I agree. I feel giddy. Like this is back LL cannabis type shit that makes me feel giddy. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope that there's more responses. There's more. You know what I mean? Let's get rid of the fear of being shot. West Coast, East Coast bullshit, and let's have some fun. Right, I agree. It's all competition. It's all about yeah. competition. That's what it used to Absolutely. be. Absolutely. Let's turn this into a sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Eminem's the one to do it. He does it all the time. He, he fucking did it with Ja Rule. Benzino, you don't hear from anymore. Fucking. Benzino was a one <laughs> wonder. Ja Rule was like a, Ja Rule had everything on lock in the summers and early 2000s, and he ended him. Yeah, but you got to give a lot of credit to. Fitty. No, to, to Irv Gotti. You got to give a lot of credit to them for getting busted for money laundering for a drug kingpin of New York. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I hope Eminem responds just like everyone else does. I, I would love to see. Well, Pumple. <laughs> yeah, just everybody surrounding Eminem and Eminem holding his own, you know, and just mm-hmm. battling off everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Much, I, I think he wants that. It's just oh, amazing. Like, yeah, I, I just think he's amazing. Like, the stuff that he does with the English language, the way he twists words, makes things rhyme that don't necessarily rhyme. I just think it's it's fucking incredible. And it's funny how MGK uh, made that a negative by saying, right. what are you doing? Just sitting in the house all day reading a dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically yeah. what he's doing. The fucking guy don't come out of the house. No, you don't see him. Yeah, he just... Not see him. Just studying rap. And, but it's amazing. Like, but you, you see that he sees and hears everything now. You know what I mean? Like you think just because he's locked away, you think he's like in some dungeon or something. He's not hearing or, you know, going about anything, but you understand that he hears everything and, and sees it's, everything. Everything gets under his skin. Why do you, uh, he's a drug addict. Exactly. Not I, only that, just being a drug addict, like it's just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're very he, uncomfortable in your own skin. or Yes. Like, that's what I was about to take, say. He's very self-conscious. Like he's, he's, I don't think he likes how he looks. He doesn't take well to criticism. And a lot of it, I'm sure, is how he was brought up, too. I mean, the guy had a miserable fucking childhood. And I think all he has is this skill. He has nothing else. So it's like he doesn't want anyone taking that from him. He wants to show that. Yeah. You know. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. That's all he really needs. I mean, it's made him almost a billionaire. You know? Yeah, but you could be a billionaire, and if you're only good at one thing, you're going to be self-conscious in everything else. Like you're going to feel depression in other aspects. So, so it's like that thing where money doesn't make you happy. Is that Correct. kind of weird? I see. I've heard people say that. And I, if you give me a billion dollars, I just can't see how I'd be unhappy. Okay. Let's say I gave you a billion dollars. I could see you being happy, but to earn the billion dollars and to hold on to the billion dollars, the way you got the billion dollars was Correct. through businesses that you're running. Like there's a lot, of right. shit going on. It's not like just, you just got handed money and now you can go fuck off. You're, you're constantly hustling to keep yes. that billion dollars. Yes, you're running businesses and shit. It's just one big fucking headache. 
I guess that's true. Yeah, that's why all these athletes go fucking broke. They spend all their money while they're, they're while they're professional athletes, and then they have nothing when they're like 40, 45 years old. I thought they all take classes when they get drafted to yeah, deal with, deal with the money and the lifestyle and all that shit. How many classes can you take to deal with though? If you're 19, 20 years old, getting fucking fifty million dollars. Yeah, true. Who, who can? I mean, there's women at your door every other day. You can have anything that you want. Plus, and who but, the classes of getting bitches knocked up and then losing that money through that oh, shit. The temptation is unbelievable. I, just, I think MGK is a lot more comfortable in his skin than Eminem is. More confident. I agree. You heard the Tech Nine song where MGK came at him. I've heard it, but I I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't relate it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was calling you. So you call yourself a rap God. Da, 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 da. He was speaking directly to Eminem. You could tell. Um, so he didn't like, he was sending sub shots at him. So and then I guess in 2012 or something like that, they said that he had an interview up at shade 45 MGK did. And he mentioned something about fucking Eminem's daughter. Like he would or something like that. And that's where this all, I guess, came from. It's not just that he, he's, well, he's white and he raps. Like there's elements to it. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I don't picture Eminem being that petty going after <laughs> white rappers. <laughs> Even though there's like four of them. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to go after Moses Malone. He went after Moses Malone. Post Malone. Post Malone. Yeah, yeah. Moses Malone. <laughs> <laughs> you might- the, the, the tattoos and the eyelids always tired. Mm, yeah, like, all these that. rappers, I, don't, I couldn't put a, a face with a voice. Like the Migos, there's three people in that group. Every time I hear really. There's yes, yeah. I thought there was two, three. Takeoff, Quavo, and don't even your fact that you're naming their names. I don't know the third one. <laughs> Good, Take don't, don't admit it. Yeah, whatever else. And but every time that you hear a song of theirs, I don't know which one is which. Yeah, I don't know either. They sound the same. They all sound the same to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, now do you think this is us? This is us being like this isn't much you call them. You it's like we're just old grumpy men. No, because our generation, you had. The different voices, the different styles, different cadences. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you had clicks. You know, you had the Wu Tang Clan that would probably went you know a thousand deep. Like, yeah, that's true. What much more uh, gangster back then? Now it's just mumble, skinny jeans. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, if, if someone said they're a Migos fan back then, you just you just call them like an like, like a cocksucker, uh, cocksucker, you know, fag or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah like you can equate that back then because everyone had. It's like it's not even manly anymore. You know what I mean? It's more like poppy girly type shit. Said the same thing. You know, my parents, you know, they had their music that they liked and then they hated, you know, my music. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah and then, you know, yeah, it's me and you, we're older, and now we hate, you know, the teenagers' music. You know, there's music out there now that I, I could, you know, I like Jeezy. Like, I'm not listening. I, like, when I go to a club, my favorite rapper is Nas. I'm not looking to listen to Nas at the club. So it's. Unless, unless Genuine's like backing him up. Exactly, but <laughs> but there's never a time when I want to hear the Migos. <laughs> yeah, correct. You know what I mean? Never. Like I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Drake, but if he's in the club or you know, Drake makes good tracks. He makes good beats I, that I can vibe to. I can listen to. I'm not gonna stuff, say the, prob- the certain stuff, but the problem is that the radio gets a hold of it and then it's just fucking played everywhere. Uh, yeah. Just fucking saturating the whole. Yeah. <laughs> right now, lately, I've been lo- uh, rocking uh, Hobson. I like Hobson. He reminds he's like almost like a, a white Eminem to me. He's a black Eminem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's almost like a white. <laughs> he's so black. He's like a white Eminem to me. Yes, he, he, he's like the he's like a multicolored Eminems to me. Yes. 
<laughs> it's like a party pack of M&Ms. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I hope Eminem responds and uh, does his thing. I support it. Okay. All right. Let's hear your uh, your thoughts on Mr. Budden. You listened to the whole hour and 20, 25 minutes of it? Yeah, I listened. He came off to me as having one hell of an ego. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, as a rapper, I mean, I think that comes with the territory. Well, he said that he had, Eminem hasn't had any content in the past 10 years, and I don't know where he's getting that from. Well, he's saying that like this album, it really wasn't based off of content. It was it was an emotional, angry album. Right, getting back at everyone that hated yeah. on him on his last album. Yeah, there really wasn't no. He had nothing to talk about, and mm-hmm. I and I agreed with Joe Button on that. But you had recovery, which was all about his use of pills and his sobriety and all that stuff. I mean, so there's been content. True. Last album, which nobody really liked. I mean, I liked a few songs off it. It wasn't his greatest album, but. You know, he was talking about a lot of social issues. Content's there. It's just... See, so he's contradicting himself because he likes this album. He he likes it from a fan perspective. As a rapper, he's saying he's talking about nothing. To me, M is at his best when he's fucking angry. Right, I agree. Or when he is the Slim Shady persona. I love this album. I mean, the thing with Joe Button... I find like he has a bunch of dudes around him with their tongue up his ass. Yes, they're yes men. Who's sucking him off the entire podcast? They're just two, they're two close friends of his. What really fucking annoyed me listening to that, that segment, Hour and 20 on M, that fucking gunshot sound annoys <laughs> the fuck out of me. Please tell me they don't do that constantly because that shit was just pow, 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 over and over the whole fucking, you know, there was an hour and 20 minutes of talking. Yeah. There was at least 10 minutes of gunshots. They sometimes do it just to be funny, but it's not every episode now. I think Button is a, a nice MC, but I think he just thinks he's way better than he is. I think he's wrong about M. The album is trending because it is fire. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, the thing about this whole album and everything is, and everyone dissing him and taking shots and their critique of him, everybody is saying that he's the GOAT. And everyone's saying that he's the greatest of all time, but then they all have shit to say. So it's like, which is it? It's like you're scapegoating out of, you know, really critiquing the album, being that guy on the other side of the fence by saying that he's the best of all time and everyone agrees. So, you know, so they're saying that like, he doesn't have anything left to prove. Like, so who cares? Let him keep dropping albums. If it's going to be like this and it's going to be good, why would you stop making albums? He just sold 411,000 albums this week. You know how hard that is to do in this day and age? That's why I think Button is bullshitting. Because I feel like Button would lose against M because M would just not stop coming. Like, I feel like Button would get tired. He'd be like, no, nah, I'm done with this shit. I understand uh, where Button's coming from in the part, part where Eminem's mentioned his name more now as adversaries than he ever did when they were on Shady. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot I agreed with in that podcast. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, he told the story and I, I felt for him. Mm-hmm. But the part where he said... Um, you know, you didn't help me get rich. I had to go make my millions elsewhere. Like, that's not, you know, that's not Adam Remember's job to make you rich. I agree with him with being under a label of a talent, a musician, right. and not a businessman. M wasn't doing what he needed to be done. Correct. Yes. He said he's not in the shade. He's not in shady business, but he's in the shady business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good line. I agree that that line, that, that domestic abuse line was an awful line. That- I, think, I think what it was was just him baiting. I think he was baiting Bud. Yeah, but it was it was so weak, a weak line, especially when you have your own skeletons. I agree. I agree. I, I, again, I think that was just him baiting, wanting a response from Button to then just go all in. But Button did say he said he mentioned his name one more time. He's coming out of retirement, so I'm all for it. 
Yeah, but comes come with something that would get him out of bed, like he said. Right, exactly, exactly. I think M fucked up by attacking MGK because now he just made, like he said, he would make him more famous. He did. 20 million more people probably know who MGK is now than didn't know a week ago. Lose-lose for me, win-win for you. I know, I agree, but was it a good play? I think so. Um, did you see, just, I was it yesterday, the day before, Eminem went live on Instagram. and Yeah, the Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, and do you know why? Because that's because Machine Gun Kelly has tattoo. Yeah. I, I didn't see it, but I heard I about it. I was mind-blown by how fast and how good he was at that. Uh, as far as M, I'd like, I'd, this is how I would want to end the segment on M. I mean, I think M's weakness out of everything is the criticism and the massive floodgate he opened and all the criticism. I feel like that, if anything, it won't be a rapper that destroys him or beats him. I think the criticism will make him implode. From his, own, his worst enemy is himself. Yes. Like he just can't handle the criticism, the negative. To me, that's fine. If we can get albums like Kamikaze, that's, I mean, that's fine to me. Yeah. But in the end, he's going to be one of those rappers, not that goes out with respect. He's going right. to be a the fucking, uh, a Mac Miller. You know I mean? He's going to go out abusing drugs, uh, overdose. I don't know if we have to worry about that with him. I think he's clean and sober now, and I think that's why he stays out of the public eye, and he well, stays out because that might be triggers for him. You know, well, that, well, criticism is a trigger, I would imagine. That's true too. Yeah, and he can't, and you can't get away from the criticism no matter where you're at. Maybe that's why he wrote this album because he was fucking fiending for something, and he had to do something. I mean, that well, might be. Why. Hopefully, he keeps it on wax instead of. Put the needle on the wax. Don't put the needle in yourself. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, I think it would be a sin if we didn't mention, um, I don't know if you saw this last night, actually, at New York Fashion Week, uh, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj got into a fight. That sounds fucking corny. I don't even know if we should waste time talking about that yeah. shit. I just thought it would be, uh, you know, just to mention it to you. I don't know if you heard about it. No, I mean, no, if something's... You've been staring at a mic for 20 hours straight, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting. <laughs> I mean, now, if there was some hair gripping... <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Wig yeah. pulling. Yeah. Is that all you had on the uh, on the button thing? I thought you were gonna release some um, some venom. I mean, but his podcast. He made some, he made some valid valid points, and then he seemed very angry, and he seemed very excited to finally get to you know talk about it and release his side of the story. You know, he was always like that, and that's how he got his claim to fame with the whole Migos thing. You know, when the Migos had that interview and he just like, he's like, why am I wasting my time interviewing these fucking guys? They're not saying anything. And he just got up and walked away. All right. Uh, we're just uh, send a shout out to everyone that's been listening. We actually, uh, we reached, and then we got moved back a little bit. Um, but everyone in uh, Dallas, Texas, Katy, Texas, um, California, uh, Florida, Pennsylvania. Uh, we got some Mississippi people too. Um, huge shout out to you guys. And uh, hopefully we can keep bringing content that you guys enjoy. Kaepernick has the Nike ad. This, this, uh, he's like the face of Nike right now. So I'm, ha- I'm happy for him, man. I-, I agree. I agree. He threw away his football career for this. And then some guy threw Nathan, Nathan Peterman threw more interceptions in one half of a game than Colin Kaepernick threw in the entire 2016 season. Yet he's a starting NFL quarterback and Cap can't even get a job. Yep. So I, <laughs> this guy is going on and on saying that it's just because Kaepernick's not a good quarterback, that he's not in the NFL. No, it's because of the NFL. But the guy is saying that Peterman is a better quarterback. You remember Nathan Peterman, the guy that threw fucking... Yeah. <laughs> He's saying that Peterman can throw the ball better than Kaepernick. 
Kaepernick has one hell of an arm from what I remember. Yes, he does. And he took a team to a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. And Peterman plays for the Bills. So I don't know. I just never thought in my life that I would be in the middle of a Kaepernick-Peterman. And that, what's his name? I can't remember his first name, but his last name was Katz. Didn't he play for the Bills? Katz? Yeah. Katz? K-A-T-Z? Yes. I think you're saying yes. <laughs> I could have said Jerome. You would have been like, yep. He played for the Bills, and look where that landed. Look how that turned out. I'm waiting to see what his overall is in Madden. It's got to be high. He didn't get out of Jacksonville, though. No. He was looking for a trade, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he got traded all right. <laughs> I want to give a big thank you to my co-host and senior analyst correspondent, Joey Shalamo, a.k.a. Joey Faya. Because he spits that real shit, a.k.a. Joe Seth Curry, because he's money from outside the PA. Hey, I'm out of here like a fat kid in dodgeball. I want to thank the audience for fucking with us. From Reading to Queens and everything in between, we out. I sit back with this pack of zigzags in this bag of this weed. It gives me the shit needed to be the most meanest MC on this, on this earth. And since birth, I've been cursed with this curse to just curse and just blur, just berserk and bizarre shit that works. And it sells and it helps and it sells to relieve all this tension, dispense and these sentences get in the stress that's been eating me recently off of this chest. And I rest again peacefully.